0: Excuse me. Post on the Moon Studios presents Can You Hear Me Now, the
1: podcast What's good congregation? It's your favorite auntie Auntie Mimi I'm the big shit talker And we are back with a brand new Can You Hear Me Now yeah, podcast
0: It's your boy Dr. Keith man. Y'all know how I be, I just be chilling, chilling <laughs> but You do in your streets. intros different every time Chilling in these streets, yeah you gotta keep the listeners On their feet, like on so their so toes You so know what it. I'm saying, so mm-hmm, okay. that's
1: how I go Okay Dr. That's how I go. It's
0: what it is, what it ain't, what it's going to be. All right, Papa. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Let's start calling you Papa. That's cool. Big Papa.
0: How everybody doing, man? hope everybody doing well. hope everybody doing as well. You feel? Me. Do you feel me now? Uh, how you been? I've been good. You know what I'm saying? I can't complain about a thing. Just working my ass off as usual. You know, handling the business, doing man stuff. You know what I'm saying? What's man stuff? Man stuff is handling business. Paying bills? Yes. Paying hella bills. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. You know? It's part of life. Mm. No. What about you, Auntie Mimi? How you been? How you been doing?
1: <sighs> you know, pregnancy is no hole. Mm. That shit will knock you on your ass. It would humble the book
0: out of you. Yeah, I swap places with you. You would? Yeah, I'd be pregnant. You can go to work.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Chill at the crib I with work. The Don't do me.
0: Yeah, I too
1: but what's been going on what's new it's been a minute you guys dr key be like playing on our tippy top okay Not at all. i know i be sick but you know what i'm saying like he really be playing on our top congregation like on these shows y'all gotta get on his ass no
0: no, Dr. key is a very busy man y'all i apologize you know i try to give you guys you know try to give you guys a part of me once a week but sometimes you know she go blame it on me but sometimes it ain't, it's your you know, fault I, I, 100 that's not my fault <laughs> i'm keeping it real with y'all like i always do you know what i'm saying i'm gonna keep it real i'm gonna keep it true and it's not always me mm. nope no, no 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 nope nope
1: but uh yeah we found out we have an a little girl Yo.
0: Yo. Kelly I- <clears throat>
1: i'm not gonna hold y'all it was a little i was a little sad because i was we were so convinced that we were having a boy and that's our fault we were so convinced we were so sure that it was a boy i just knew i was a boy mom
0: Nope, not not for you
1: not yet
0: Nope. and you know you you like like the crazy thing is you carry the female chromosome so like it's automatically uh, like more percentage to be I mean they say 50-50 but after I did my research it's like automatic most likely it's going to be a boy because the female carry I mean a, f- a girl because a woman carries the female chromosome so if an X because that's the Y chromosome so if an X hit the Y then it becomes a male It's so weird but if the Y hits the Y it's going to be a female I did my research
2: Okay, mm-hmm. great.
0: Yeah, so that's why people have two girls first, because I feel like you know, that's why they probably say females run the world, because women, you know, women, women run the world, because I mean, nothing's wrong with females. Same thing. Women. It's not a bad uh, derogatory term. The
1: term is. It's not derogatory. It's just what we are as women.
0: The woman chromosome is always there. You know, saying the X chromosome is rare.
1: Mm. Hmm. Well, you know, it was a little disappointment because we had our hopes up for a boy and I was so convinced that I was going to be one and done as far as pregnancy is concerned. But mm-hmm. the way things are looking now is that um, you know, we're going to try again for a boy, actually manufacture a boy. We are going to have a test tube baby. When we talk about test tube babies,
0: yeah, it's not a test tube baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 called what they call it I B in vitro I B F yeah so they'll take they'll look at all the chromosomes of the sperm and they'll pick the X chromosome to m- bust the egg with the Y and you know what I'm saying and then they put it back into my wife when it's you know when it's processed <laughs> and you know baby come.
1: Yeah, we got to make because I, I don't see myself. It's just crazy to even think about like to be a, a mother of multiple children mm-hmm. after all of this time, like no kids.
0: Mm-hmm. Multiple children is cool. Like kids shouldn't be growing up by themselves. I feel like. You know. Absolutely not. Two is cool, you know, <laughs> but more than two, I feel like that's work. But two, you know, it's just two kids. So it's, you know, you buy for this one, you buy for that one.
1: It's just pregnancy is whooping my ass, y'all. Like this. It's not no more.
0: The first part, yeah, it whooped your ass, but not not this trimester. You've been chilling. Yeah, I mean, you get your little minor headaches here and there, but you know that's one of the side effects of pregnancy. <laughs>
1: He just knows know it since she since you got your degree and you know every fucking thing. Yes, I should be a doctor. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll be a good doctor. So let's get into, well, what else? Okay, so we had, I didn't want, so I was a little disappointed. And I didn't want my daughter, I didn't want to feel disappointment. You know, your baby feels what you feel. I didn't want to feel disappointment, so I had to get over that. And I didn't want to have like a gender reveal but you know it's still our baby it's our love child my my little princess so i had to get over that because my mom was so made up and we had a little uh gender reveal like a small little gathering it just so happened that I, we had some family come in town and we you know fried up some chicken cooked some food uh, and uh did a little game did a little gender reveal so that was real cute it was real special um yeah just we moved moved past it you know started shopping for cali and you know we're preparing for a little girl but it's just it was just a fear of being a girl mom you know yeah. i've talked so much about like my trauma and everything that i've gone through but my mother is like okay i have to be extremely intentional with not uh repeating some of the those patterns behaviors and cycles you know
0: yeah yeah i mean i didn't really have any fear you know like at first I did want a boy, you know, because I did want to teach them a lot, you know, and the first one can be a, you know, I feel like boys are different because I don't have to be as, you know, nurturing and loving and understanding. You can be a little rough with them, but with your daughter, you know, you have to be loving, nurturing, understanding, calm, voice, you know, you got to do all that stuff, you know, you can't be rough with her, you know, I got to be you know like a big teddy bear for her you can be a little rough i mean I, of course i am because i want my daughter to be an athlete so you know i'm gonna teach her things and show her the way but you know i think having a big a big sister is cool so i think that's you still, know so yeah you know we'll have that. you said
1: the psychic told you you don't have three kids
0: yeah the psychic did tell me i was gonna have three kids
1: i don't know
0: yeah i don't
1: know who who uh uterus uh, those is come that one extra coming from <laughs> yours because
0: the crazy thing what will happen is the boys gonna be twins watching see
1: i don't even want to think about it no more it's just yeah. kind of like you know it it's is what to, it is
0: because your mom was a twin in this Mama, generation my mother is a twin and let's go
1: hit you and her brother beneath her is a twin yeah. No he has twins my bad He has twins to set of paternal twins
0: Keyshawn and Kingston Okay Yeah,
1: yeah. so okay. you know I've been posting on my social media Like about my pregnancy And you know little things like my belly And made my little announcement And things I just wanted to ask Because I be feeling Some type of way like People that I don't talk to Be real like Intrusive and be asking me my dude first of all people that I probably held one or two conversations with in my whole fucking life would ask me clear as day are you pregnant okay I was always taught you never ask a woman if she's pregnant allow her to tell her story that's number one my question to y'all is and to you dr Key, is is it rude for somebody to ask you your due date if you don't talk to them like you don't have a rapport with them you're not holding conversations in private or on social media like to just blatantly hey what's your due date like is that rude um because i find it rude i mean
0: my honest opinion I don't find it rude because you opening the doors for that, you know, because you're posting about it. You're posting, you know, the gender reveal you're telling them. So, I mean, you got to remember, like your Facebook people are following you for a reason because they want to be nosy. So if you're posting it and you're talking about it, of course, they're going to want to reach out and ask you. Like now, if you wasn't posting about it, you weren't saying anything about it yeah that'd be kind of intrusive because, like you haven't you haven't advertised it, but because you're advertising it, you have to welcome the questions and it could be short you don't have to be like a full you know drawn out explanation you know what I'm saying it could be like you know it, my baby's doing the spring you know what I'm saying and it's simple like
1: I just ignored it mm-hmm. because here's my thing like you know I just feel like certain things is is not anybody's business and maybe because i'm that type of motherfucker like i don't give a fuck about you know whatever you post like that's beautiful that's wonderful i'm gonna like it i'm gonna wish you congratulations i'm gonna wish you well but i never even women in my personal life like i never was like what's your due date like that's what does that mean to me (laughs) what does that do for me to know your when your baby is due
0: i mean i like i honestly myself i don't ask that like i just i've you know, never asked that i just you know mm-hmm. tell them you know congratulations that's and, it yeah I keep it pushing like the baby's gonna be here time go by so fast so you know, the baby go be here regardless and it's like a surprise i like to see like everything went well and you know your baby's here now you know
1: and even certain cultures feel i mean i don't feel like i don't necessarily agree with everything but certain cultures feel like you know well i feel like everybody should not be touching your stomach period, point blank. But they feel like you shouldn't even be telling people you're pregnant. Um, You shouldn't even be telling people what you're having, what you're going to name the baby, all of those things. But like, I just feel like certain things are like sacred, you know, when it's going to be here when, when it's here. You mm-hmm.
0: know? Right. Because you don't even actually know. You know yeah, it so, can come
1: any day later. Like, but
0: like, you know, you can say like a spring baby, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But, um, you know, like I mean, once it's advertised, but like it's it's I don't I don't, I don't agree with that. I
1: mean, I, what I advertise is what I want you to know. What it, I want but you to is what, right, right, right. what it is. So that's why we like, you know, we can agree to disagree, but I don't I don't uh, whatever I advertise is what I want you to know. Right.
0: And that's I'm what not you, posting my do date. <laughs> that's what you're advertising like, but I mean like people got their own Opinions and their own questions, you know what I'm saying? But they want to know. So, I mean, you can ignore it like you did, mm. or you can respond. But anything I advertise, if somebody asks me about it, I'm going to respond. That's just being me. I know can't what I'm do
1: that because people act like off the wall deal. as questions and
0: actually oh is your baby you know is your baby who's your baby daddy or none of that stuff that's off the wall to me but ask them when you do that i feel like that's regular but you know
1: Mm-mm, not if we never won't, don't hold conversations somebody's extra you knew extra, anyways extra. speaking of babies <laughs> Krishana Blueface gave birth to a beautiful baby boy and krishan named him Krishan malone jr my krishan- croissant and Malone or something like that That's, uh, <laughs> that's fine um, Yeah so allegedly what well, she did she gave birth on Instagram Live um, I Thank was actually you. in and out like watching it It was beautiful you know I feel like Anytime a woman brings Life into this world It's a beautiful Magical godly Moment so you know I was in and out popping in and out whatever
0: See I feel like now that shouldn't have been exposed to the world. I know she's a celebrity and all that stuff, but like, like you said, like some moments are sacred, and I feel like, you know, bringing a baby into the world, which is like a huge transition. I feel like that's kind of sacred. I wouldn't
1: I mean, I wouldn't do it, but you know, to each their
0: Right. I got you.
1: Um. So yeah, that same day she was giving birth, Blueface was outside with his other baby mama, Jaden, aka Stewie the two of them went on twitter rants following days after the birth, um and yeah christian had the baby all outside the baby been to a football game gas station video shoots studio church mm-hmm. restaurants schools bar mitzvahs you okay. know <laughs> i'm just kidding but yeah the baby has been outside you know outside than most of us in his um little short life you know that's nuts is it
0: yeah the baby been exposed to everything i know some people say like you know the more you expose them to the better the immune system but no that's just ridiculous i don't like my baby said you gotta wait till the baby head get hard
1: yeah you know your baby's still soft your baby's head temple is still soft you're still open like girl your coochie is Mm -hmm. literally open still and unhealed you outside in the night air taking all that in
0: maybe she's wearing a diaper
1: <laughs> what does that mean I'll Pull up. what does that mean she needs to go sit the fuck down
0: sit the fuck down
1: you know and since then uh they've allegedly made up but today it seemed like Krishan was fighting the air you know well today and yesterday she was on and off live on instagram um, you know, and it's just a hot ass mess. I just feel like take us out the group chat, please. Mm-hmm. We don't need to know they every move. Mm-hmm. And this, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of like how this is gonna fucking unfold because it's a bunch of knuckleheads and now was a newborn baby, baby involved. And I, I mean, we, we see that Krishan is not the sharpest knife in the drawer. And, you know, people were saying, like, oh, this baby going to change her. It's going to make her mature. Like, no, you see? You see what's going on? We
0: call her a knucklehead.
1: She is definitely a knucklehead.
0: Damn.
1: She was saying she's going to change the baby name. And then today, she's not changing the baby name.
0: Yeah, they blue face probably pissed off again.
1: Exactly. Like, are, this is this baby a pawn?
0: Yep. They're back, back forth, and forth.
1: That's so sad.
0: I mean, it is sad. Like, people got to grow up. You know what I'm saying? And the baby normally a baby matures you you know it helps you grow up fast
1: hopefully you know in the future hopefully the near future it does but you know mm-hmm. it's fucked up out here for them Pope Krishan malone jr
0: that's sad, uh, man they go gonna change the name though i see she's just acting up
1: she's gonna change it from Krishan, yeah to jonathan
0: yeah she's having a fit right now she's a fit person
1: I'm not, not going to do
0: it right now. He pissed me off. Mm. He left. Mm. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to name my child up like there.
1: Could be. Yeah. You know, We just got to stay tuned.
0: Stay tuned. Nope. It's
1: all going to unfold. I'm going right. to let you stay tuned.
0: You keep me up Right in
1: front of our very eyes. Keep me up All right. GZ filed for divorce from Jeannie Mai after just two years of marriage.
0: Yeah. That's crazy.
1: What does that mean when a man files for divorce? Uh, he
0: had enough. That means he had enough. He was tired of her shit, and um, probably her family shit. And then they were talking about she was supposed to cheat on him with Mario Lopez. I don't believe that one. You, you don't believe that one. Not, <laughs> Not Mario kidding. Lopez. Ain't the new from Say by the Bell? It is. <laughs> it is <laughs> Slater. Oh, that's fucking nuts. My <laughs> <Not> Slater. <laughs> it's Slater. Um.
1: Mm-hmm. I also oh, later on it came out that um GZ filed for divorce due to family values and expectations. Mm. So it's been alleged that his, her mom has been, you know, kind of living with them since the beginning of the marriage or relationship and then she moved her brother in. GZ is pretty private. So when it came down to like having people over you know a couple people over she would want to um like hire decorators and caterers like do a real big and stuff and he just wanted to stay low key you know just kind of differences but like my thing is you knew she was extra if that's the case
0: i mean that's something you can discuss though like you can talk about it and then they both have enough cash to where they could easily put her mom and her brother into, like, another house.
1: Like, it ain't got to be nothing What is What did their help? You know, their help with, you know, because obviously... You can't you can't always rely on that. Jeannie, um, you know, Jeezy is probably gone a lot. And then she would want to walk the baby to school. And he would tell her, you know, don't walk her to school because somebody might notice you and I'm not here, you know. So I I understand that. Yeah, but
0: I mean, like, that stuff you can talk about, you know.
1: It's not divorce-worthy? Nah. So you think it's deeper than that? Yeah. You think it's another woman?
0: I mean, it could be. Or he could have been tired of the Asian food and wanted to go back to some soul food.
1: But you knew she was Asian when you fucking married her. He
0: did. He just kind of maybe rushed into things too fast, you know. Sometimes guys do that.
1: Y'all can hire a soul food chef.
0: Yeah, they definitely could do that. They're you know, this shit is
1: figure outable,
0: yeah. You're right.
1: This, this is minor. This is what y'all divorcing. I feel like I mean, I don't want to say that because you know, but <laughs> these are not grounds for divorce, in my opinion. But you know, no, we're I'm, on the outside looking in. I'm
0: with you though, I feel you. That, that's not at all. Like, y'all just wasted your time and money and people's time who came and supported your wedding, your union. You know, for to be I know all here. about
1: that. I'm gonna support somebody's union? Yeah. And y'all didn't even make it six months. Uh, that's not
0: cool. <laughs> that is not cool at all. That is not cool
1: at all. I want my money back. <laughs> uh, that is not cool. That's why I have no friends.
0: <laughs> that's not
1: cool at all. Uh Dr. Key says I'm friendless.
0: You are, and that's not cool. Because
1: yeah. cause I say asshole shit like that. Yeah. And that's fine. That's not cool. That's fine. Mm-mm. That is A-okay.
0: I'm not with you on that one. <laughs> By yourself.
1: I will die on this hill. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is not cool.
1: Tiana Taylor and Tiana Taylor confirmed her separation from Iman Shumpert after months of speculation of separation um, are we shocked no, i'm shocked
0: i'm not shocked
1: they're a beautiful family
0: they are but we don't know what goes on behind. we closed don't doors know what goes on behind closed doors what's on the camera and you know
1: that's it we don't know what goes on behind closed doors and we don't know what the grounds of the separation are it's been said that they are still friends And infidelity has nothing to do with the separation. I was rooting for them. Like, I really enjoyed seeing that black love Mm -hmm. and that black union and family. Um, But, you know, Tiana kind of opened up and said that, um, that they would have threesomes. I always feel like threesomes is like the beginning of the end. Mm. Why? Because it's like you, d- you so 9 times out of 10, the mm-hmm. threesome is the man's idea. I just read a a meme and it said that threesomes are for insecure women and niggas that cheat.
0: Mm, so they don't cheat. They want to stay stay at the house. That's what it's for. Huh? That's what it's for so they don't cheat.
1: I mean, you already ex- exploring the idea of bringing another coochie into the bedroom, so it's like this ain't enough.
0: Um, well, what if what if she's like bi, or what if she's bisexual?
1: So you think the woman wants to share her dingling?
0: Yeah, if she's bisexual, and her man because that maybe that's the agreement. Like you know, if if you if you want to bring you know if you want to tap into your bisexual because I know you're bisexual and you want to bring another woman into our room then you know it it has to be a threesome so it has to be someone that I want to engage with too other than that it's not going to work
1: could be but you think a woman who loves her husband or her man would be okay with watching And witnessing (laughs) her man take another bitch down right before her eyes, if they're and enjoy that pussy.
0: If if she's um if she's uh what you say if she's um
1: I mean if she's bisexual she she may enjoy it you know what I'm saying. She's bisexual. She gonna enjoy the women. but to me I don't know because like we've already we already established I'm not that. I'm not that secure, baby. So, but to me, it's like to watch your man, your dick, enter another pussy. But the thing is, and he like, likes it.
0: Some, some, some women are different. Like some women, they don't see it like that. It's a, it's the same thing as like women who are in like what they call those relationships, poly. Yeah, poly relationships. They all fuck each other. Like some women don't consider it like it's my dick like it's not like i mean it's their dick but we share this dick like and they'd rather him you know like you said they'd rather him do it with them than to be doing it out he's in the going
1: streets. to still fuck in the streets that does not stop him
0: i mean i don't know
1: that don't like, stop him like I. Feel that's like- just like a, a appetizer
0: I feel like if he still if if your woman is doing that with you and you still have to see outside, I feel like yeah, that's going to fuck the situation up and that could be why, you know, they have a split because you know, I'm open to us fucking bitches together, but you're still doing shit on the side by yourself, you know, and that's dangerous. That's why that's, dangerous.
1: that's why it becomes a problem. Right. It's like it's not enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be that could be an issue, like, you know, like that could that could be the, the deal breaker Like you know especially if I'm gonna open myself up To share a pussy with you But you still wanna go do some shit on the side Where we can really do this together
1: What about sharing what about a threesome with a man
0: uh, <laughs> 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 No one dick is enough <laughs> One pussy is enough Yeah One pussy is enough
1: Okay mm-hmm. <laughs> At least we have that understanding Yeah yeah all right, moving right along. So we're going to talk about colorism. um Erica Mina got kicked out loving hip hop for calling Ice, not Ice Spice, I be getting them mixed up. Spice a monkey. Mm-hmm. That was fucked up. The argument started when Spice brought up Erica's son and Erica called her a blue monkey. what she say
0: about Erica's son?
1: i don't need it wasn't anything what i saw because i don't watch this bullshit she, but what i saw was that um she I said that, that you don't have your son or something like that but that's always been said oh. um, about Erica a and her oldest son and she said well you know you a monkey
0: oh shit and they fired her ass
1: they fired her she i guess she had some uh movies on tubi
0: they took those down too. Or
1: shows. I don't watch Tubi. You do. You seen yeah. her on Tubi?
0: No, I ain't never seen her on Tubi.
1: Cause you be Tubi'd out.
0: I watched the the gangster movies on Tubi. The Detroit Erica, movies? Yeah, I don't think Erica's in those. Okay. Yeah. She ain't that cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, you know, her bag is fucked up right now. So we're gonna talk about colorism. So they took her movies off Tubi? I believe so. Like, or Damn. maybe not took them off because maybe Tubi can't afford to take them off. Mm-hmm. Um, but they definitely like stopped working with her. Damn, I'm fucking up the bag, fucking up the bag. That shit, that's sad. So, what is colorism? Colorism is the prejudice or discrimination against individual with, individuals with dark skin tones, typically amongst people of the same ethnic or racial guru mm. have you experienced colorism dr Keep? no never
0: no nope. because i'm different what makes up for me you know so if somebody's trying to be like you know i'm dark or whatever i'm tall you've never so. been
1: called dark no darky no blacky by some light-skinned brown-skinned kids no growing
0: I'm, up i'm a sexy black ass you, know you what I'm ain't saying?
1: listen we all gotta grow into our looks i'm talking about as, as a child no as a child adolescent never never no nope. wow I soccer motherfucker and they know it
0: Yep, never been called dark ass none I'm, i mean i've been called black ass but by other black people that that's, what light, that's, that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying it was a light-skinned person it was somebody blacker than me nigga you blacker than me motherfucker like the skillet the kettle called the skillet black nigga you're black ass <laughs> So like I mean I, I and like I don't take shit like that personal. You know, I don't care. Like we're capping, we're capping. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna cap back on your ass. It it don't like be like, oh man, I feel like shit. No, I'm not black. saying
1: that's your response, but I'm just saying, has it ever happened to you? <clears throat>
0: I can't even recall that Cause like like I said, I I take that as fuel for me to bag on your motherfucking ass. So I don't even it don't register to me like that, you know? Hmm. I just need a reason to cap on you, and you know, I'm gonna cap shit out. On you. I, I'm a cap motherfucker. I cap. You cap. Yeah, big cap. Mm-hmm. I, I could have been in the cap league. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Your mama jokes. You're gonna go your mama. I got your mama too. I had to. I had to learn that though. Growing up in my era, with, what I had to deal with, because a lot of people knew my situation, so I had, projects. Projects. Yeah, I had to know. Yeah, I had to know, because like niggas try to cap me out. And be funny and shit so that was more of a
1: thing like where you were raised and like your skin color. Yeah, but
0: you know what? Now I think about it because I had to cap that nigga. I remember that it was all on the phone. I had to be like, I think it was like my tenth grade year, and uh, we you know back in high school used to be on like the call where everybody had somebody on three way. So it was like me, the homies, and some girls on the call, and uh, you know me always been popular. So this one cat is my buddy though. It's my dog now. He was my dog then, but, you know, he had a moment to where, you know, I was outshining him because he mixed. He mixed. So I was outshining him, and he tried to cap on me, and I, I roasted his ass in front of everybody and there. I ain't never had no issues from him. Mm. So that, that's how, you know, that's how they go. But he did try to do me in front of the girls on the phone. I remember that now. Mm. Yeah, I had to go way back. That was in high school. I
1: had to unlock the vault.
0: Yeah. had to cap his ass out. Hmm.
1: Well, if I experienced colorism several times, I'd just be having to shut motherfuckers down. You know what I'm saying? But as a child, adolescence, like, yeah, like growing up in California, I've been called some 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 names, you know? But like you said, you got to learn how to fight back with your words. You got to mm-hmm. learn how to bag on, we used to call it bagging, you call it bag on motherfucker back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is what it is and grow some tough skin and keep that shit pushing and learn how to love yourself re-fucking regardless yep so yeah i've had let me see if i can recall like a specific experience i had one time um this girl in my class she i think i was in like sixth or seventh grade i know i was in middle school and she was like you're pretty and i've told the story on get on golly before she's like you're pretty but you'll be prettier if you was light-skinned and that shit hurt the fuck out of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, who Like, who? First of all, it's random.
0: Yeah.
1: Second of all, you know, you 12 years old, already dealing with puberty and all this other bullshit. Trying to find yourself, trying to discover yourself. Period coming. You know all that new shit. Little titties growing in. So you know that shit like kind of threw me for a loop.
0: Threw you for a loop.
1: Yeah, just a little bit.
0: Damn.
1: And then after that, it was on. Like on the crackers. And now it's tell me nothing about me. Don't tell Cause me. Because even that. even in the midst of my flaws, baby, I'm still pressure. 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 Pressure.
0: Hmm. can dig it?
1: How were you exposed uh, to colorism through like media and entertainment? Like, can you recall? Like
0: never. Not me. I don't. I don't even take media entertainment series is entertainment for what it is you know like um if i see some shit i don't like i turn the channel or turn the video like,
1: okay so growing up you seen people that look like you in media and television
0: yeah because i watch black movies i watch a lot of black movies
1: what black movie you seen a black man that looked like you or uh, a, a, a chocolate the skinny wood, lanky. In the Hood, okay Minister
0: society <laughs> Don't be a, a menace while... Okay, is so what authority. what does that
1: portray? That's negative.
0: No, the shit is funny. It's it's, it's really boys
1: to the hood is boys in the hood no, is boys, funny. Minister society is funny.
0: No, boys in the hood is not funny. But like, see, I don't take shit like that. Like, I take boys in the hood and don't be. I mean, uh minister society is like looking at examples of what I don't want to be. You know even, what I'm saying? Even, like, okay, so
1: even. Young, impressionable. Like mm-hmm. that's what you you were. That intellectual, intellectually advanced. That you took that when you saw that as a kid.
0: Hell yeah, because he died. I didn't want to get shot. Like so. Hell yeah, I don't want. I don't. So you didn't want to go to
1: California and gangbang?
0: Not at all. They Not did. one in- ounce of me made me yeah, want to go. No, I didn't. I swear <laughs> on Jesus Christ, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> like, I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> Never never,
2: never.
0: <laughs> no, no, oh shit I'm funny I had one time in my life where you know it wasn't even a gang it was an organization you know I was like you know cause my cousin was in the organization so I was like you know I want to be a part of that but after growing up maturing, oh, organization
1: what were they doing They was an the organization what was they doing it was like, like corporate like what was that organization is organized crime but like what
0: it's it's a gd folks they're not a gang gd folks is an organization what
1: made them organized
0: they 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 had meetings (laughs) 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 they was was organized they had a chain of command okay like gangs do no no clicks do
1: Uh -uh. they meet
0: up niggas do what they want to do like in gangs and clicks but in GD, it was
1: organized. Organized is like the mafia, you know yeah, what I'm saying? What we make it money like, together. Like, it's like the we hitting mafia. licks exactly. We going on a heist. We yes. get into the bag, like, like
0: the black. What mafia. was they
1: doing? Like what bag was they getting to? How was it organized?
0: I mean, it was like you know, they were getting to a bag. They, they <laughs> took care. Y'all of had GD in Arkansas. Yes, GD folk. Yes, I, I used to wear my little, you know, Star David. And you know, you used to throw uh-huh. up a gang sign, yeah, throw it like, right I, now. I did it like you know, <laughs> I don't gang man no more. You know, I know the gang signs, like I know. Ah, like, I was in it, and then you know, I had my moment where people, my mentors, talk to me and they tell me where I need to be. You got jumped on. in, and they and you don't have to get jumped in the organization. Uh, okay, you take a plea, a plea. What you do. You take a play you had to go learn the laws
1: you had to go rob a lady
0: no nope. not had to help we helped <laughs> we helped the lady yeah okay Yeah. do mm, you say so yeah respectful okay gentlemen gentlemen that's well they
1: should have went and got an llc you know what i'm saying they so organized should start a business yeah build a corporation so they did
0: start businesses but you know they came later. make it legit they help did. the community they did like the black
1: panther party or some shit like that that's what they did oh, okay yeah you say so where they yeah. at now
0: locked up passed <laughs> away you know some are or in jail some are free and working they working man now mm-hmm. but they were gd back then Mm. You
1: isn't a G- Isn't GD like originating in Chicago?
0: Yes, it did.
1: How did it get to Arkansas?
0: Just the same way Bloods and Crips got to Arkansas.
1: Mm. Gangbanging bang, bang Inspiration,
0: hooray. yes. Inspiration. So inspiration. somebody went to
1: Arkansas, Camden to be specific, a little last town yeah. where nobody has any teeth yeah. and said, I'm a former new GD. Yeah.
0: Well, they probably, <laughs> this is how it worked. So they went to Little Rock. And once they got in Little Rock, they branched off just like the. Bloods and Crips. Bloods and Crips was organized to a a certain level and they branch off. But the thing with Bloods and Crips is like, it's loud. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bloods were red, Crips were blue. GDs were black. Airbiking were black. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's more like Mm -hmm. organized Mm -hmm. and low key. Mm -hmm. It's not loud.
1: I'm an original gang member.
0: Yeah. I was back in the day. And that's all because of my environment. Like, if I wasn't in that environment, I wouldn't have ever, you know, did that. And like I said, I did do it because, Like, I was playing sports, too. And, I, you know, you can't do both. You got to focus, like, on one thing, especially as a kid. Because I still wanted to be a kid. Like, you know, if you don't want to be a kid, yeah, your life gets crazy. But I wanted to be a kid. I wanted to get the full experience. And I I got it. Mm. I just had a little brief moment. Hmm by the ninth grade i was done i think i started in eighth grade you, you was a retired gang member yeah oh no no the ninth grade is when i started and then by 10th grade i was done i had much
1: so in. if it's organized you don't have to get put on
0: no you don't have to get beat up like i mean certain games you don't got to get be beat up in like and, and even in those games you don't have to get beat up in unless niggas don't niggas just want to beat you up like
1: <laughs> that ain't what i know from where i'm from yeah you gotta different. get your put on y'all different
0: Y'all, that's what I'm saying. Y'all different, but the farther away from where it started, it gets watered down. So
1: y'all just make your own rules. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to. You ain't got to get your put on. No. You ain't got to prove go your heart, none way. of that shit. No, nah, you, you, oh, you, 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 you pull your heart by. Oh, you want to be in a gang? You pull
0: your heart by ride. We're in a you know gang. Like, <laughs> if, if there's an issue, you go going to ride for the cause. That's how you pull your heart. And then if you don't, then, you know, they may whoop your ass because you didn't
1: ride for the cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how that works. I've seen a couple people get, get whooped. <sighs> okay so we know you haven't experienced colorism mm-hmm. so what has or has it being faced with colorism impacted your views even around you like have you seen like your mom your mother's a dark-skinned woman you have dark-skinned women in your family have you seen them experience colorism on a certain level no nobody Mm-mm. i think you just don't or maybe you're not aware of what colorism looks like no i mean like
0: because like um, Like, my aunties, you know, because my mom, she holds herself to a different standard. But my aunties, they hold themselves to a higher standard. And I never, I never seen any of my aunties have any issues with colorism or racism. Well, not
1: issues, but even, like, certain things that they would say. Like, for me, like, my mom, like, growing up, when I would just watch her get ready in the mirror, like, she would say things like, you know, I, I don't think I'm pretty, you know, cause I'm dark and this and that. I've even heard like my aunts, even now in my adult age say that, you know, they don't wear certain like red lipstick because that's how they, that's their generation. And they pass that along or maybe pass that along to their kids or whatever the case may be. So they don't even wear red lipstick because that's not what we were taught when we were growing up. Like your dark skin so you can't do certain things. But for me, I guess me seeing that and being exposed to that. And I have a lot of women in my family on both sides of my family, I've always went against the grain Like you can't tell me Like I'm gonna wear my ruby Woo red lipstick If I fucking want to I'm gonna wear pink lipstick if I want to I'm gonna rock platinum blonde hair You know what I'm saying If I want to I don't live inside of those bubbles And those boxes that society tries to tell me That because I'm of a darker skin complexion That I can't do certain things And I can't achieve certain things Like I've, I kind of felt that I felt like I've always been fighting against that Because I'm a black woman a darker skinned black woman. When I walk into a room, I'm already given the perception. And we kind of talked about this on a, our previous show. It's I'm given a perception and it's been known. Like people would say certain things to me that i perceive perceived a certain way and so open up my mouth when you get to know me. It's like, okay, like she about more than what she, what, what she looks like because this is what society has taught us that dark skinned women who have big butts or built or dress a certain type of way or wear a certain type of hairstyle they're they're over here they're maybe the hood chicks they got multiple baby daddies no shades and none of that they don't have they're uneducated they don't you know have nothing in life they don't have any ambition so i've always had to fight against that um against that you know
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no i never i never seen my aunties ever say that or say anything about that i mean but you gotta remember too i never really been around my aunties while they getting dressed or you know what I'm saying? i never yeah. really been around them. Like my uncles, like they I'm gonna fuck about none of that shit. Like them niggas, my uncles was like niggas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they, get, they ain't get fuck about none, none of that shit. Like they like what they like, they want what they want. I never heard them say, "Oh, I'm too dark," or somebody don't like me because I'm black. Like I never heard that.
1: I mean, I've never said that. Like somebody don't like me because I'm black, but I, I feel right, it. like
0: I feel ugly because I'm black. Like I'm. I have never heard that, like, we always hold... It. Now, my Uncle Boga, he did, like, big women. But other than that, like... So, Shout out to the big girls, guys. Yeah, he liked some BBWs. But, um, <laughs> other than that, like, nah. I ain't never seen, like, everybody has been handling their business. Like, even Richard Broca has always had a female. Even if she's a crackhead. <laughs> he kept a <the> female. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, the thing with them, though, they live in their means. You know, like, mm-hmm. they're they going to... Because Richard had a lady that one of his baby mamas, like she handled business and she lived in Houston.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. And he
0: tried to he tried to be with her, but he couldn't live up to her standards. So mm. he, his ass got sent back to Camden. Mm. But, you know, like she gave him an opportunity to mm. Richard S was always in prison. So, like, she did give him an opportunity after he got out of prison and he fucked it up and then he came back started fucking with the crackheads.
1: He couldn't just get right. He couldn't rise to the occasion. No, nah, he can ride to the occasion.
0: Mm. Like, you know, like and um yeah, I, I saw that. I did see that. But uh everybody else like mm, mm, niggas man, my thought they was just shit. Like
1: As as they should. Right. But is I'm maybe it's different in an extremely small town, you know, versus like a city yeah. where it's so many different Culture, so many different flavors of people, especially like growing up in Southern California, like the light-skinned girl, you know, the mixed girl, like niggas want mixed bitch, like they want to, you know, exotic. So they say. So we were always... To be real with you,
0: mm -hmm. like when I was a kid, that was my thing. Like when I was a kid, I had to mature and grow out of it. But I did as a kid. So why
1: is that? Like, why is that? So let's Uh, talk about, let's explore that.
0: It's like because I... I, I'm
1: more set, kind of like, You have to say what it really is though. I
0: don't I, I'm telling you what it is. Okay. Like I was a kid. So me being a kid, I just I d I didn't want someone my color. You know, I wanted to mix it up. There we like go. It, it Bingo. Wasn't, it wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying, like, hey, I don't like my color. Not at all. Cause I love my I love me. But it was more like, you know, I wanted something different because I'm already here. I'm already this. So since I'm already this, I want, like, a light skin or, a, you know, a mixed chick. I, I did do that. I did do that. And then uh, I remember now, too. I didn't, like... Where I lived at, like, the darker the girl, it, it's not not all of them. But a lot of them, they carry themselves like, lower than the, uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like... like uh, uh, I wouldn't even say darker. The family structure. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because in the projects those girls that never had their hair done mm-hmm. they didn't have no hair and they was rough you know what i'm saying like and you know i don't know if it's because it was kids but you know like they were rough looking and then you know we'll go to school and the other brown skinned girls they wouldn't be rough mm-hmm. like if their mom was taking care of them and stuff you know mm-hmm. so it, it's more like it wasn't like I was racist or nothing, but That's I knew. That's colorism. No, it's not. Because I knew I didn't want a project chick. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they they were rough. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we, <laughs> I, like, I saw some project couples and I didn't want to be, like, a project couple. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I saw people grow up in the projects they have a baby then they live in the projects mm-hmm. and i wanted to break that cycle so i knew i didn't want to get involved with a project chick i knew that i want a project
1: chick a hood that, rat chick
0: yeah. now i didn't want no hood rat you know what i'm saying like because i knew but somebody
1: could look at you and say you were a rat because no, you want a project i wasn't though because uh-huh.
0: like, I, I, li- I lived in the projects because that's that was my they I, did but, too but no no but if you saw me mm-hmm. outside of the projects you couldn't look at me and tell oh, damn, i know he lives in the project okay because i didn't carry myself that okay way. you see what i'm saying i carry myself
1: to a higher standard okay because because I I wanted more. you feel like you had to I, correct of i did you know thank what you okay I, so I that's what we're getting to like the meat and potatoes so you felt like you had to carry yourself to a certain higher standard Grandma, Not grandma also but, instilled that in mm-hmm, me like, as she, she should she have be better. You know what I'm wonderful like, yeah as she should have but you just said it like you were exposed to certain girls growing up that looked a certain type of way and was like "Oh, I don't want that mm-mm. I want the brown skin chick or the wavy light skin chick because all the project chicks is dark skin with nappy hair and or right. uncombed hair and, and right. they ain't living the projects with me yes. I don't want to live in the projects so I'm gonna go get me somebody of a fairer skin tone who don't live in the projects yeah.
0: yeah
1: so that's what that's what i'm saying like it's i mean it's not a but bad thing a but thing exactly like, but that's what that's what you knew growing I,
0: up once i matured and got older i mean i still wouldn't talk to a project shit because i didn't even live in the projects no more but i just knew i wanted more and you gotta think about it once like if you really think about it like if a girl live in a project, she is exposed to like this shit in the project. So, you know, she probably been slept with by older dudes. She probably oh, wow. more experienced. I mean, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, niggas, those niggas in the projects don't care. Mm-hmm. Like that's new meat to them. Mm-hmm. Like you older now. Like so, let me holler at you. And you know, it's not just a project stuff. I mean, that's, that's not just, just project. Not at all, especially yeah. in Camden. Like it's a small especially town.
1: in Las Vegas because I seen some some things growing up when we moved to out here and yeah. that was the first time we moved into an apartment because we always lived in a house in California mm-hmm. and I, well, you seen like the young girls sleeping with the older niggas that was like 18, 19, 20 years old these niggas don't go to school like you not now you skipping school now you fucking with the niggas in the apartments now you pregnant
0: yeah like and uh, you know I didn't want to be a part of that like you know what I'm saying so mm. you know I just you know I had a higher standard for myself and I, I want—I mean, if you call it colorism, you call it colorism. But I'm just saying, just
1: but it like is what it is. As a culture, this is what we are taught and shaped un—unconscious, you know, saying? subconsciously. We don't know that this is what we're learning, but we pick up on these things because this is what we don't—we don't want what we what we think is not good for us. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we want something better. So it's, it's subconscious. Should. It was subconscious. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You told me that I was the first dark skin girl that you ever talked to. Why is that?
0: No, you weren't the first dark skin I ever talked to. You the first one that, like, um, hold on, <laughs> yeah, you were like, no, no, okay. So you were the first one that I actually was in a relationship with. You know what I'm saying? Like, like who I took serious. Like, I was like, you know, I'm gonna settle down with her. Like, you're the first dark skinned woman that I ever settled down with. Everybody so else...
1: you, So, you settled down with, uh, or was it in relationships with women who were not dark and complected?
0: No. I wouldn't even, like, the last relationship before you that I was in was in high school. Like, and she was light skinned. But outside of that, like, I wasn't in, after high school, I wasn't in a relationship. Nobody. I mean, I, I well, I'll take that back. I, Left her, and then I did have a dark skin chick. I was, but this was in high school too. I was in a relationship with, but once I got to college, I wasn't in no relationships no more. I ain't no relationships because you was a hoe. Yeah, I wasn't a hoe. I was learning me and exploring How me, learning myself and exploring myself, Slinging and dingling. Yes, I, I was experiencing life. Hmm. Yeah, and um, and you know, when I met you, you know, we started taking stuff serious, and I got a relationship with you. That was the first relationship with a dark-skinned girl after high school. Was why was that, like,
1: a thing for you to say that? Because you said that to me. Like, why is like, oh, you're first?
0: No, it's like, it wasn't even a thing, like, to say, like, you were dark-skinned. But it was the thing to say, like, you're my first relationship. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is my first relationship. I, like mm-hmm. I said I, I was a bastard I did bastard things
1: I mean and it's not like I, I mean I've had experiences before you so even with men that I've had experiences before like they would tell me that oh are you the first artist candidate like and I would be like why is that such a uh profound thing that you have to say to me like why is that a thing you know I've I, I always wondered that but I know I'm different I know that um, you know what I'm saying? I know that I was I had to grow into and really become who I am today and have the confidence because if you confident, like people believe you. You know what I'm saying? Like you may not even be what you're gonna be in the future, but if you could talk that shit and you can stand on your your ten, like, and I have always had personality, so I feel like that's what people were drawn to, as well. You know?
0: Yeah, personality.
1: A lot. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know it. Shit i don't
0: yeah you do okay you personality. why is that funny because you're funny why am i funny because you're a comedian you know why you're funny
1: i am not a comedian yes, i'm are. dj auntie mimi
0: you are a comedian.
1: so let's go ahead and wrap this up so with us having a young black girl mm-hmm. coming into a young black lady woman a coming into this world princess. With the knowledge that you have today, mm-hmm. what a chance! Nine times out of ten, she gonna be a chocolate little thing.
0: Mm-mm.
1: And let me just say this: I'm mocha. I've always that's cool. I've always I've never ran away from my complexion. I want to be if I can get darker. I would get darker, baby. When we was in the Bahamas, I wanted to lay in the sun and suck it up and get darker. Not I. I don't give a fuck about none of that.
0: Mm-mm. I love me dark, I love me. darker, I lighter, darker,
1: whoever. What it don't even matter. I've always wanted to have, and I always knew because I was attracted to darker skin men before you, you. Well, I'm attracted to you, but you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to say, I've always knew that I was gonna have a dark, tall, dark and handsome husband, yeah. and that's who I was gonna have my child with. You knew that? And I was going to have little chocolate babies. You knew that. I never ran from my complexion. I knew that. God told me that Um, a long time ago. He did. Long, long time ago. Um. Um, So, what will you teach our daughter about her complexion or colorism?
0: that's not gonna matter my daughter because my daughter is gonna be she's gonna know that she's beautiful she goes know that she's loved and she has great role models who love themselves and going to show her how to be an outstanding individual because we are outstanding individuals and she has that right in front of her to see she's not gonna be raised in no project she's gonna be raised in a home that's paid for by her parents she's gonna be riding around in nice vehicles that's paid for by her parents. People <laughs> respect her parents. So they're going to, she's going to see her parents getting respect and she's going to know her daddy doesn't take any shit and she's going to see that. So yeah, she's going to be And what different. about her mama? Her mom don't take no shit either. Her mama worse than me. <laughs> so she's going to see that. It's mm. going to be right in front of her. She got great role models right in front of her Mm. yeah
1: i think i know i'm gonna instill in her that whatever complexion she is and god blesses her with that she has to and we are going to embrace it and she is going to embrace it and she is beautiful smart talented intellectual creative just everything that she thinks she wants to be she can't achieve and her color she's gonna know she's a black woman like that's gonna be important like I am a strong black woman and I come from a strong black woman I come from strong black parents and I'm gonna embrace my blackness amen in the most healthiest in your face fucking way like it or leave it period
0: yeah. mm-hmm. amen
1: is that the moral of the story
0: that's the moral of the story mm. yeah
1: all right well thank y'all for tuning in to this week's episode of can you hear me now y'all let's get the conversation going with your favorite co-host i'm auntie mimi
0: and i'm dr key and B.
1: and remember to always be good to yourself
0: and be good to one another and one another Amen. Bye-bye. Peace out.